tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. You're tuned in to Say What Radio with your hosts, Justin, Taz, and the other guys. Ladies and gentlemen, Say What Radio. I'm going to just start with this one and just, just say it. I see what you say. Baseball coach is suspended after he forced his players to spit in his face. He loses damn job. A Greek man was convicted of stealing electricity despite being dead. Yes. Okay, so so he didn't do it before he died. Yes. Oh, no, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, okay. What is that? I'm over. It's me. <laughs> Say what? Say what? One more goddamn time. Here we go. Just did it. <laughs> oh, that was frustrating. Oh, man. Okay. You got through it, though. You did it. See, this is why, like, I don't care what anybody say. Whatever you do in life, never stop being you because you will hype anybody up for <laughs> everything. I don't care. It could be like, man, yo, they tied their shoes today. Look at that, though. I don't shoes. <laughs> like, I ain't never seen no boat like that in my life. Yeah. <laughs> you better do that. <laughs> you know what? That's the intro. I'm not even doing anything else. <laughs> Welcome everybody to Sailor Radio. It's been a while uh since we've we've done this. Got your girl Justice here, and I'm here again with the fabulous, the amazing, the incomparable Phoenix Ash. What up, what up, what up, yo? <laughs> and so we we've been working, making moves. Not not sure if you guys have been listening to Phoenix's podcast. She's been, you know, giving you guys nuggets for years. But like the latest journey that she's been on, that she's been taking you guys on, has been really really inspiring. I've gotten so many messages and so many people who just kind of found say what radio and the network through Phoenix. Not necessarily you know, me doing something necessary, which is, I mean, amazing. You don't hear that a lot of times. We're just like found out about your website or your podcast from this other podcast and I love hearing that I really really do but uh, the last episode that we did uh, which is on dating and I, whenever I need to just make this a series in and of itself within say radio but anytime we do dating stuff been saying that yeah 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 I know but anytime we do dating stuff any 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 time plays go through the roof and I'm gonna start doing this more I'm making a promise to y'all. That way I hold myself accountable and I don't keep, you know, just BSing around with this. We're going to make this more frequent. So, 2022, we still trying to do this dating thing. Last time Phoenix got catfish. I had one date this year and it was the breakfast. So I don't even know if that count. But <laughs> so with that, okay. I wasn't as informed on this stuff until like recently. I'm not going to lie. I'd heard of guys like Kevin Samuel mm. and us being in the podcast space. I have also worked with some of these like alpha podcasters or alpha male podcasters, let me say. And 
I kind of ignored it. I really did not think that this would become a thing. I knew that there was some asshole guys out there who had thoughts and like values similar to these people, but I really did not think it would catch on. And this shit has blown the fuck up. Mm. Yet, if you listen to episodes like we've done, and you listen to women when they're talking about how it is extremely hard to date guys for one, their intentions, two, they're just not, they seem like they just don't like women to begin with. And three, they ain't the brightest bulbs in the room a lot of the times. So how they can then go and take all this and be like, well, y'all are the reason why all this is happening. What? So I want to get, I want to get your take on this alpha male type stuff when it, you know, equates to, you know, women of our caliber in dating. Uh, and then we'll kind of go into where we've been necessarily in our dating. <laughs> All right. So I'm, I'm going to keep it real because I know this is not necessarily a popular perspective, but I like an alpha male. But for what I consider an alpha male, not the self-proclaimed I'm an alpha. So define, define yours then. Right. So for me, I like a man who takes control. I like a man who leads the way, who's confident in himself, confident in his decision making, who's very direct. And I like a man who is very clear when he's not about no bullshit. Like I'm, he's not trying to hear being pulled and tugged in a bunch of different directions. He's, you know, got his game plan straight. He knows how he's moving forward in life and he's looking for a helpmate. Um, Or even if he wants to like just chill um, and not necessarily have a serious relationship, but very clear about what his boundaries are, uh, very respectful of what my boundaries are, but, you know, direct and takes control of a lot of the situation. I don't meet a lot of guys like that because I'm so assertive and people tend to just assume that I want to take control and they just put themselves in the backseat, which also puts them out Very the door true. for me. Very <laughs> true. <laughs> like, Very like, true. Yeah, yeah. Those guys are like, oh, she's intimidating. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, you got a lot going on. Yeah. Like, I met this guy, like the first thing out of his mouth was, you don't have time to date. And I'm like, like you telling me, <laughs> I don't know what you're doing right now. To me, it was a clear sign of low self-esteem because you were already telling me that I don't have time for you. You were already feeling as though I don't have time for you. Um, not giving me the opportunity to know if you're somebody I'd like to make time for. And they're already making yourself small. Like, and yeah. that in of itself is a turnoff. Yeah, so. yeah. It was just real. And like, girl, let me just tell you. So, um... <laughs> If anybody knows me, like, you know, I have, like, kind of superficial things that I like as well. Like, I got a thing for height. You know, if you're six feet and above, oof, oof, oof. I got a thing for that. Um, I'll take 5'10", five, 5'11". Five, Once you hit, like, single digits, 5'9", five, 5'8", five, you're short to me. 5'8", feels real eye to eye. And yes, I'm five, two and a half with the nerve to have this requirement. I love she got that half in there, though. (laughs) Yes, it is a half. It is a half. (laughs) Uh, And I like a big bulky guy, too. On top, I want some meat on them bones. Skinny dudes love me, though. And I just be like, I don't know what I'm going to do with this. But I'm sleep on the skinny babies. I mean, I I know I heard they packing and all of that and stuff. But, you know, I got a thing for arms. And I really like 
to be wrapped mm. up in some big old arms. I really like that. I like broad chest, broad back. I like all that stuff. So, gotcha. You know, I ain't sleeping on y'all. I might sleep with y'all, but I don't know if I'm going to keep y'all. Well, damn. <laughs> well, damn. I don't know if that's a long-term solution for me. <laughs> well, damn. <laughs> but, I mean, like, so dude was 5'9", so I was exception off the bat. Okay? And, but he could dress. Oh, my God, could he dress. I saw a few pictures of him, and it was like, varied outfits like one was a suit one was casual and you could just tell he was so put together clothing wise and you know i'm a sneaker girl and stuff like that but i love a dude who like puts his clothes together i don't know if it's because i'm from brooklyn i just love that that just Mm. oof you about your stuff and he had that and i'm like okay got you know a lot of gray in his beard and i'm cool with that i'm so cool with that so I'm like, yeah, all right, I'm going to give dude a shot. So, like, you know, we start talking, and like I said off the back, you telling me that I don't have time to date. So, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be cool because, you know, all of y'all, you included, all my people be telling me how I, like, write people off very quickly. So yes. <laughs> trying to be cool. Like, all right, don't put that to the side. I just think my discernment was extremely fast. I was just about to say that. I, I can't fault you on that because you can, you know, be super analytical and cut out the bullshit from the beginning. And you, you and I'd be right. And I'd be right. I'd be right. And I'd be like, hey, exactly. Hey. If, it, if it's not working for your, you know, current situation, Man, keep it moving. Exactly. I get it. I get exactly. it. So I, I get but it. you know, I was trying to like, and you know, I just finished saying like, I ain't really had no dates this year. So, you know, it's, I'm hard up. Like, let me see what's popping. I might need to, you know, broaden, you know, my perspective or whatever. And I just was like, okay, cool. And so we were talking and then like the next sign to me were, was when he found out that I was an author, the first thing he said was, oh, you could help me write my book. And so when he was like, you can help me write my book, to me, that had me thrown a little bit. So he wants to give you work. Not just give me work, but he's immediately evaluating what I can bring to his life without considering what he can bring to mine. Yeah, that's very opportunistic. Yeah, so I, oh, you're a writer, not... You're a writer. I'd love to read read some of your work because how can I help you? You don't even know the type of stuff that I write. You don't know my caliber of writing. It may be something that you'd be like, you know, I don't think she's that great or whatever. But she is. I mean, you know, I am. But you don't know. We got. Do we need to go? Do we need to go down the lines? Do we need to go down the line? I mean, I'm saying like you can read uh, "Touch Me First," "Delectable," "In Her Makeup," "Soil Sheets," "Cookies and Crumbles," any of the Savage Fever series, which I just finished the finale. You guys, which is my personal favorite. You guys, I just finished the finale. It's going to the editor this week. I finished it. I finished my read-through. I did it. And it is dope. Dope. So, you know, but you, but like, there's no investment in me. There's only what I can do for you. Um, so I'm already like, and when I say, when I compare it to what I consider an alpha male, that the alpha male has so much confidence and control of the situation, he clearly understands 
that he's giving value to me yeah, and would make me want to see that there's value in what we can produce together as opposed to what can you do for me? Um, to me, that sort of eliminates alpha points, right? Because you're looking for me to elevate you. And so I was just like, nah, I really don't want to do that. But, you know, again, put it to the side because I got my homeboy tells me like, yo, you really be hard on these dudes. And so I try to take male perspective into consideration. And he tells me sometimes, you know, dudes just be talking. Okay. I know you're reading into it and you've already deciphered what their subconscious is saying, but sometimes they just be running their mouth and just trying to have conversation. <laughs> but I don't think they know it. But, you know, in all honesty, that's his opinion. But then later on, it's just like, nah, I was right. It was the yeah. subconscious speaking to me, and they didn't even know that their subconscious was letting itself out. Yeah. So I was just like, you know, whatever. So we're talking, and then um, he had, like, something to do with his daughter. I think they were doing an escape room. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he went. It was her birthday or something. And when he came back, I was like, you had a good time? He's like, yeah. And I'm like, were you successful? And it was, like, maybe, like, early evening on a Sunday, and he didn't answer me. So, you know me, you don't call me, I don't call you. That's it. So I'm quiet. I let it go. And I honestly, I kind of felt unburdened. Like, okay, cool. I don't have to, like, stretch this out anymore. I'm good. Yeah. So the next day, he didn't call me, didn't text. And so Tuesday rolls around. 8 o'clock, Tuesday morning, I get a text that says, so I guess you lost interest. So I'm like, like, what? I'm trying to get my baby ready for school. (laughs) What the fuck are you talking about? I was like, what? Sorry, what? Huh? Kid? She says, kid. (laughs) And I just replied, like, what are you talking about? Like, I asked the question and it went unanswered. Mm. So then he sends me a text like, oh, I'm so sorry. It's totally my bad. Totally, totally, totally. I didn't even reply because I'm attacked <laughs> and I'm right. like, go to hell. And then as sorry as he was in that next text at eight o'clock in the morning, I didn't hear from him for the rest of the day and the rest of the evening. Mm. I'm cool. All this is just further distancing us and I'm cool. And the sad thing is he's local. So we could have went out. We could have got up. We could have went to breakfast. We could have went for coffee, whatever. And I think the the next day he texts me out the blue, maybe like late morning. I want to see you face to face. What? And I had to ask him, are you asking me out on a date? So at first he says, yes, I am. But then he backtracks it and says, well, maybe a meet and greet. I've been used in those settings in the past. What? Right, right. So I'm, listen, guys, I know for some of you, this is going to sound real superficial, but I don't even really care right now. If you can't afford to date me, say that. Say that. Because a man Mm. who got it ain't worried about being used for dinner, lunch, breakfast, whatever. He's going to take you out. You're going to go. And either you vibe on someone that you ended up not vibing with. Sometimes you spend money on a date that only goes as far as the date. You don't go home with them. 
you don't get a second date. Sometimes that happens part of dating. And if you're so concerned and counting the dollars that you're spending on these dates that don't materialize into anything else, one, you're either, well, one, you can't afford to date. <laughs> Two, you are not spending enough time getting to know somebody solid on the back end before you go on a date. Um, because from our interaction, a date was not the next step. It was not. You had to fix all of that. Like there was stuff to clean up, right? You had to get back on track. We had to get through that and, and get realigned before you go to, I want to see you face to face. And then now you're talking about people have been using you. And like, so you don't know me well enough to know that I could feed my damn self. I don't need to use you to go eat. Even putting out that energy. I mean, already kind of, yeah, it it already kind of sours everything. Uh, I've been used like that in the past. So your self-esteem is shit. Yeah. Yeah. And women have been like that, you know, a few times or I'm sorry, many times. (laughs) And saying that, like, you know, I've been used for sex, but they still out there trying. I've been, you know, feeling like this, but they still out there trying there. I mean, you could go on Reddit, uh, the dating Reddit and just be like seeing all these people going like dating. It is exhausting. I don't know what else to do. I need advice. What else can I do? Why am I always, you know, in this situation? If you're taking the step to still go out on dates, you can't come with that negativity too and expect it to work. Like, seriously. Right. Like bringing that baggage with you this isn't a therapy session what was she supposed to say to that (laughs) child child i'll tell you what i did say i completely understand however i'm gonna have to decline i mean yeah there's really nothing else you could do because that's just bullshit Mm -mm, no Mm -mm. and and he was like wow i don't know what that wow was about what opinion of me he had i don't care on the app, he unmatched me immediately. <laughs> Child, like, like if you ever had to worry. It's just crazy. And guys, this man is 45. And he probably's, you know, been burned by some some women in the past. I get that. His his uh fiance, he he was engaged and his fiance cheated on him with a co-worker. Ooh. Oh, and so I'm like, okay, but it was years ago. So either you haven't fully healed, yeah, and you're what I really think is not only have you not fully healed, but you're carrying the worry mm-hmm. from that into the the different relationships or situationships that you find, and I think that worry shows up in some places. And so these relationships aren't lasting. And rather than separate the relationship and understand it for itself, whatever they did or what you perceive to be what they've done, you're tagging it on to the worry from the first person. And now you, you're claiming to be used. And now, you know what I mean? And I knew that he had... So the, our first conversation, like when we first did a FaceTime... The first thing he said to me is, who you been dating out here so I know who to punch in the face? Okay. Yeah, this was just downhill from inception. <laughs> okay. So it's like the false bravado, right? Like, and I get it. It's a joke. Ha, he, he. It wasn't that funny. But actually, it was funnier than he probably wanted it to be. Because I said, he was 5'9". I'm accustomed to dating guys that's six feet, six two. 240 pounds being a gym. <laughs> so I'm like, who are you fucking in the face? 
That's a big boy. So it was probably funnier to me than it really should have been. And so it was kind of uncomfortable because my inner laugh was like just screaming in my head. I was hollering. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, yeah, that's my luck. But, yeah, like, you know, there's probably some part of him who believes he's an alpha. And he's not. What I... (laughs) I love how I love how softly you said that he's not. Uh, <laughs> but a lot of the guys, a lot of the guys who claim to be alpha males are just wanting to not be, you know, vulnerable or whatnot to be attacked by the actual alpha males. And they also don't want to be called out on their shit to probably you know, level up to that because they're like, then I got to stay at that standard. I, I got to actually work and shit. So I feel like those guys who are claiming to be alphas are really the most sensitive of the bunch and are very, very afraid of being played, very afraid of being taken advantage of, which in my eyes makes you less alpha. Mm. Mm. Your fear, like it's too much fear for me. I need you to have faith. You know, I've done a show a long time ago, a couple of years ago, about having your faith in your ability to heal and faith in your ability to bounce back. And like, once you know that like you can pretty much get over it, it may take you some time, but you, you're confident, like, no, I'm going to get over it. Once you have faith in that, then, you know, fear kind of dissipates from most situations. So, and, and which I can understand why so many people would consider me an alpha female, but the fear of being taken advantage of, and I totally get that fear because as a woman, Right. It's very present. It's very real. You're going to try to take advantage of me. I mean, I have I'm traumatized from my marriage hmm. so much so that how much money you make matters to me where it didn't matter to me before. What you do for a living matters to me where it didn't matter so much before where you live, the property you own, you own, what kind of car you drive, didn't matter much to me before. And part of the reason why it matters to me now is because I'm definitely afraid of getting with somebody who I fall for, who think they're going to come move into my house. Ooh. And I, you know what? You, you're not alone in that, I don't want to call it fear, but in that, you know, scenario and feeling like that. I know there, especially in people who are, you know, a little bit more established and things like that. That's definitely something that's in the back of their mind. And I think men take it a little bit easier than women do, whereas women always kind of have where a lot is already heaped on them to be able to continue going and not cry or be overwhelmed or anything like that for fear of being seen hysterical or crazy or whatever. And they're just like, I don't want more stuff on my plate. Like, I want the ability to be able to sit back and relax in my space and have somebody be be there for me in it. Yes. I, you know, I've I've been the person that someone can lean on for so Mm -hmm. long. Yeah. I just want to lean just a little bit. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I just want to I want someone to say they got me and like mean it. Yep. And I'm never going to be the person who like doesn't earn my own money or doesn't make my own moves or doesn't follow my own passion. I'm never going to be that person. And 
if I fall for anyone, it would have to be someone who trusts that I'm not going to be that person and has my back anyway. And just like, you know, I would love to fall in love with a man who says, baby, quit working for your sponsors and just just sit home and write and do podcasts. I would be like, my dude, my dude, (laughs) I would be like, you know, I might even give that man a child. Nah, I'm just joking. There's nobody in the childhood. You stupid, (laughs) you stupid. (laughs) But, you know, I just, I want to lean a little bit or know that I can lean a little bit. I'm blessed to have friends that who are like, I got you. You know, when mm-hmm. I was trying to buy a house, you know, my money was tied up in the other house and I hadn't sold it yet, but I had to like look for another house and I had to put down some earnest money to, you know, secure the house I was putting a bill on. And, you know, I'm blessed to have a friend that I was able to get that money in cash and go put down on the house. But, you know, I, I to have my own person that, you know, where I don't have to go outside of us to um, get help, who has the ability. Like, I just don't want to. The thing about my marriage is that when we first got together, he worked for the city. And it was a job that came with a pension, a retirement plan. And he had already done 10 years with them. So he only had another 10 and to take advantage of that. And within the first three years, you know, with whatever the diagnosis was and, you know, having to leave that job and and not being able to take advantage of its benefits and never working anywhere again that was of that caliber, of that pay scale, of that benefit scale, nothing. And, And really over the years, just taking jobs that paid less and less and less and less and less. And enjoying being required to do less and less and less and less. And so, you know, even if you have a good job, I'm still like, you know, I met a guy who was a banker, you know, it's good job, like respectable job, but it wasn't your career. It wasn't something that he wanted to do forever. It was something he kind of fell into and just got accustomed to. And it was at the branch. It wasn't corporate. And for me, he was somebody that I couldn't like see myself with long-term because like with a career, I felt like if you left this place, you still go to this other place or you, you build this table for yourself and you fulfill this passion and there's some substance, but you know, this job that you fell into, God forbid, there's a layoff. Like where, where do you find your next thing? What, what thing are you chasing after that? Like, have you put your finger on it to know Because without that, like you could be unemployed for a very long time and then or you can get tired of being unemployed and take any other job that you're going to get accustomed to, that you're going to fall into, that you're not going to love, that you're not going to soar in because you're not connected to it. And it's going to be a lot more responsibility on me to hold us down financially than I want it to be. Um, Uh, And that's and that's who I am. Yeah, that's right. And that's who I am. I am. Hold it down. Right. Um, If you have a moment, I I have no problem in the moment, but my fear is that your moment is not a moment. So let me ask you this, and I I have to play devil's advocate on that. Do you think in having this experience and kind of truly being, let's say, influenced by this fear, so to speak, Mm -hmm. that kind of 
puts those people into you know because you you think it you speak it you manifest it is what we are we know that you think that that may play a part in this i don't because as i've been continuing i meet less and less of those people i i would think so i mean i meet less people I, you know the past few guys that i've met are you know self-sufficient great in career move on their own accord don't you know i've met some one-offs that are like dude you're really ridiculous but for the most part the ones that i give my time to let's just say that because i meet all walks of life the ones i give my time to are a little more stable um and have created their own stability um it's just something i never paid attention to before that i pay attention to now ah okay so you're just aware of it yeah you know i grew up on hip-hop and i grew up on hip-hop in the 90s and in the (laughs) 80s and was very much influenced by the whole ride or die concept. Very much influenced with the whole, I'm going to be with you whether you on the bus or drive the bins. You know, I'm going to be with you during your broke days. And, you know, I'm going to stick it through, through your days where you're not broke. I mean, that sounds good in a song and maybe good when you're 19. But even mm-hmm. then, you need to pay attention to, is this person truly building or are they just broke? Are they are they building? That's are true. they, you know, investing in a career? Are they trying to grow in a particular direction? Like not just potential, but are they doing the work? And you know, which is what I would teach my child. Like it's okay, you know, if they're in their struggle moments, but are they doing the work? Are they doing the work to work towards something? So I feel like now that I'm older, I pay attention to that upfront, right? I don't get into a relationship or situation and then realize like, oh crap. I shouldn't be in this and now I got to end it, which is probably why I haven't had a boyfriend since I've been separated. I find a lot of this stuff up front and it's like, you know, it's not, it's not my thing. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. What you just said about, you know, that's cool when you're 19, because that's what you're thinking about. You don't want to go through life alone and you know it's going to be hard just from a couple of things that you go through necessarily by the time you are 20, 21. But they're really nothing in comparison of what you got ahead. And there's no way for you to know that. But you, the unknown just freaks you out necessarily. And you're just like, I want somebody to help guide me, not necessarily to love me, which is a totally different thing. Yes. And you, there's, there's, you're, it's very hard for people to discern that when they're younger. Absolutely. Yeah. I I love that you said that. Yeah. You just want, you know, given the trauma that I grew up with and experienced through my teenage years, I don't even think I wanted someone to love me. I wanted someone to pick me and I, I wanted someone to pick me over and over and over again. So whether you cheated, whether you went out with your boys, whatever you did, I wanted someone who always put me above everything else so no matter what you did you always came back you always chose to be with me over whatever and I had that I had that I absolutely had that but what I also had was something there was always something present to choose me over there was always another option it was always something else and not even realizing that the person that I had always created a situation where there was always an option. Yeah. And so if I just didn't have that person, there was nothing for me to compete with anymore. I, you know, I just, I just wanted someone who was like, no, I'd rather you. But 
you know, that only comes on the tail end of getting caught with your hand in the cookie jar. Ooh. And then mm. you're given the option of where do you want to do? Do you want to leave? Do you want to stay? And so I was so hell bent on just, you know, choose me that I wasn't paying attention to what was creating the choice. <laughs> so it was just, it was ridiculous. And then unfortunately, after the years came, you know, he chose alcohol over me every time, every yeah. time. But that's because, you know, addiction is a selfish disease. No matter what the addiction is, it's, it's a selfish disease. And you can't ever expect anyone to choose you over their addiction because addiction rules the mind and it rules the heart. And it just, it's a selfish disease. It, it's selfish in itself. That's how it exists. Yeah. And unfortunately, I think even for the males or, you know, who, whatever you, you identify as, let me say that. Right. Mm hmm. It's similar. It's a similar thing. They don't know any better. This is what they've seen. This is what they know. And somebody coming to them saying, this isn't right. I don't like how you're treating me. I don't like how you're acting to them is just a complete attack. And they don't want to change necessarily because they're already going through whatever, but they don't know what else to do. And rather than trying to figure out how I can get to the point where I'm thinking, they're just, they put it all on the other person going, well, she's not supportive of me she knows I got this and this and that and not taking my crap even though I know it's it's wrong right or, or even like if you're a guy going through a situation with another guy or a woman going through yeah. a situation yeah. with another woman like it's just really you know just in general as people we just have to totally evaluate you know it's it's so hard to know what the future holds and it's so hard to predict how, what corners are going to be turned mm. so you know, I've taught myself in which I also teach my daughter in several situations is deal what's in front of you right now. You have to deal with what you're looking at right now, um, because mm. that's the only thing you know for sure. I think the problem that most people don't necessarily know what to do when it comes to dealing with the stuff right now is because it, it, you got bills to pay. You got crazy people at work. You got mm -hmm. a neighbor uh, kicking over your trash cans at seven in the morning. It's just like... I would rather not deal with something. Never think about you it, know, right? Yeah, yeah. It's something that's going to kind of fall to the wayside, but you got to really put emphasis on the stuff that is important to you. Yeah, Miss Betty probably knocked over your trash cans this morning. Is it worth you acting a fool over right now? Not if you live in next door for the next 20 years. But yeah. also, if, if you're unhappy day in, day out over certain things like dating, that's going to mm -hmm. need to come to the forefront. Because I'm pretty sure that's not the only thing being affected in your life at that point. It's just probably a small area that's being affected that you're looking at. And once you kind of dig into it, you'll see, you know, there's a plethora of stuff that's just been just fucking up. And you've right. been going like, well, you know, this is on fire. Let me put that out while the whole damn town is lit up, you mm -hmm. know? So, I mean, dealing with that, you know, I'm talking to this guy or was talking to this guy. I don't know what, what the status. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure why I'm being so patient with him. I'm not sure. I haven't figured that out. I don't think you necessarily need to. I'm going to be honest. No, I, I do. I need to know why I'm being patient with him because he frustrates me. Um, <laughs> so I need well, to know. No, 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 no. I mean, maybe it, it's just like something that you got to go through. It could be, you know, something that points you to something else in your life. Doesn't necessarily mean that you have to figure it out and fix it right now. 
I, I, I have to do something to ease my frustration, though. Yeah, that yes, I will agree with that. So, so I need to understand what it is that I'm doing, understanding who he is in my life and all of that. No, I don't need to get to the depths of that. What I do need to know is what I'm doing. You know, I'm patient with him, but he doesn't. Um, he goes like quiet mode. He never goes in quiet mode for more than a few hours, but sometimes, you know. It feels like he's not as engaging as I would normally like people to be. And the way that he hit, he is, people that I've dated in the past who are very similar, I've like nipped in a bud and been like, nope, it's not going to work for me. I've got to go. And I think that I, I definitely like that he's very alpha. Um, situations in which like I'm confused on, like he makes the decision for me. And it, you know, because I have trust issues, I go to an expert like in a store or something and I ask more questions and he's proven correct. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, okay, he knows what he's talking about, which makes me have a little bit of trust in him to like lead. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that might be the thing that I haven't met a lot of people that I trust to lead me. You know what? That is the sentiment that rings true in every single situation that I'm hearing where women or I'm sorry, where the alpha male stuff come bubbles up. Women, you know, especially when they're talking about black women being not wanting to be submissive and, you know, very assertive and controlling, whatever. And it's just like that's just what we know how to do because we don't know anybody that is around us leading. We don't have that experience of somebody actually doing it outside of work. So. And even then, you're like, they don't know what the fuck they're doing. I still got to do this. Right. So you, you recognize those situations where you got to do that. And mm-hmm. unfortunately, you, it leads you to be society-wise, in, in their eyes, in more masculine energy. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, like, I have family members who make fun of me. Because, you know, if you followed any of my journey, you know, I have PCOS, which is polycystic ovarian syndrome and Mm -hmm. a symptom of that is high testosterone um and i have family members who just joke and say i'm so masculine because i have so much testosterone and all this stuff and you know i'm just very assertive very i'm not controlling but i take control but in all honesty like i want to submit i want a partner that i can submit to i want a partner that i can trust to lead the way and we can help each other get to whatever the next level is and, you know, love each other, comfort each other and all that. But, you know, I have not met men that I feel I can trust to lead me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that may be like, I just figured it out in this conversation. I think that may be why I haven't like, just been like, you know, what, just forget this. Mm-hmm. Because I often be like, what am I doing here? But haven't seen that often and and so I think I'm so curious about it and I'd like to explore it and see what it is in its totality which I don't think we'll ever get there though I don't know I don't know you know we gotta come back on this because um I definitely want to see where you at in like (laughs) a week or two regarding (laughs) this dude I'm gonna be like oh let me run you down (laughs) the roster (laughs) because I'm definitely gonna rebuild that bitch (laughs) I'm like he's got too much of my time you silly well, see, you can't be like that and then be like, I want to submit and then be like, well, I need a roster. Yes, I can, because we're not in a committed relationship. Okay, I got you. I you got know, you. I feel like I've given you too much of my monogamous time um, mm. prematurely. Mm. 
we haven't okay. established that yet. So right. there's no need for me to give you that. You know, let's let's get past whatever this is and get into something for real before I give you that kind of part of me. Okay. And if you oh. don't act right, it'll be given to somebody else. <laughs> okay, I feel you. <laughs> well, I mean, I I I'm not as uh, active been. And, you know, people will be like, well, you're using literally, nah, man, it's not figuratively, like, I actually just, I'm done. I can't keep doing this. I'm tired of, like I was saying before, being seen as masculine for just being and doing stuff. So We're just in the wrong place. The, there's a lid for every pot. So we just have to figure out where the lid is at. <laughs> I, I just, <laughs> I hate that though. Like, <laughs> you gotta, yeah. Like, I'm not telling where, well, man. Why I gotta be all in it? Because I, yeah. I mean, it's, it's I get it. Now. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I just, I don't know. I, and you see, this is what I'm saying. This is why I had to figure out, like, why am I still, like, what is it? I'm still in it and I don't even know if I'm still in it because I was an asshole this morning so he may just be like that's enough (laughs) and that's fine um I take full responsibility for my actions so if I'm enough of an asshole that makes you say goodbye I'm cool with it cool with that yeah I'm be like you walk if you walk away from me or if I walk away from you we were clearly not not each other's like I'm like I'm good on that yeah no no well for me, one thing that's also kind of strange, and I will be honest, it is kind of refreshing sometimes to be like I'm I feel like a beetle sometimes when it comes to younger dudes. Guys my age or older don't give me the time of day. But younger dudes be like, Oh my god, like you're a goddess. Oh my god, yeah. They be killing me. I'm like, if y'all children don't go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's refreshing to hear the the you know inverse from these other guys are like I can't do all that because I can't do nothing for you and this and that just actually being there to be my safe haven isn't enough you gotta be doing something different because clearly what I do in society is more than you in your eyes and I don't understand how that equates to anything that I've done oh well but the the these younger cats like they just be like oh my god you're you're just this you're that and I can understand now. I've seen that. Uh, It always used to kind of freak me out when I was uh, younger. But I I can understand now why a lot of older men go for younger girls if that's the way that younger girls treat older men. Because if the guys are looking for somebody to placate their ego, they definitely, that's going to be the younger girls if they're acting like these younger guys do with us. I don't know. I feel like the younger, I think it's a type of woman because there are many younger generation women who like look look at the stats right as the younger generations go they marry later in life they accomplish more they're more independent um having children later in life so i feel like it depends on the type of woman um because there are older women who are going to placate your ego um who never been married or who's been married and and want desperately to be married again or who wants to have that last hurrah child and, you know, just want to make good with you just to make sure that they get that. So I just think it just depends on a woman. I don't think it's, it's age-wise. I just, I don't know. The guys who are younger, again, it goes back for me. 
that a lot of them have not grown to be who they're going to be financially and career wise. Mm -hmm. And so for me, I don't want to, I don't want to split the hotel bill. (laughs) I don't, I don't want to be, I don't want you to pay the bill at dinner and it's 150 bucks. And in my mind, I'm like, God, is he going to be able to pay his cable next week? Or is he going to say he gave up cable for a little while or I don't know, whatever, like, because that's me. I'm going to worry. I want you to be okay. I never want to take everything that you have. I Mm -hmm. want you to be okay. And Mm -hmm. so I don't want to be in a situation where I have to constantly worry if you're okay. Yeah. No, I got you. I completely got you. So a lot of the younger guys, you know, we'll have great conversation. You know, we'll talk about books. We'll talk about all kinds of stuff. Great conversation. But like financially, I can't do it. First of all, a lot of people that I, I end up talking to is long distance. That in itself is an expense. If you're going to have anything real with anybody long distance, it is not cheap. And you have to get, sort of like get on the schedule and, you know, know when you're going to see each other, coordinate cities and all that stuff. And I'm just like, I do not need to worry about, oh, he got to wait to the third paycheck of the month. I don't want to do that. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. I, and, and I know guys who are approached by much younger women who I think really for the women, it's not them doing something for their ego. It's their presence alone that does something for the older man's ego. This young girl is looking at me. She's, you know, she's well, that's got what I'm saying. Body. She's banging, right? Titties are still bouncy, you know? <laughs> ass is fat she ain't she ain't get that fat around her belly yet you know that 30 year old fat she ain't get that yet you know she real sexy and I, she looking at me and you know what i'm saying she's like yeah daddy and she <laughs> well no that's what i'm saying For you know i i get it now and maybe i'm just seeing it a little bit different why that would be appealing to them as a woman who has always been told like you are wrong in life for just right. being so right. when you have these, you know, these younger guys who come up and they're just like, like, you are perfect. You're that, dope. Right. Yeah. You're dope. Yeah. You're dope. Yeah. The problem for me is I'm looking at them and my dope because like I can hold I it down money. and yeah. I can take care of you and I can help you elevate. And I'm like, no, if that's why I'm dope, I don't want it. So I think that's where it changes for guys, because like you said, the the girl is interested in them and they'll be upfront. Like, I really am just interested in you for money. Right. And, but yeah, they're some looking the, like, yeah. I'm going to bang her shit out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm, I'm going to show her that I ain't too old, that I ain't this, that I ain't that. And da, da, da. And, and there's men who's willing to, to throw a little cash in our way, especially if you got it like that. It's like, you know, she's going to want a couple of hundred dollars. A couple of hundred dollars is nothing to me. So, like, you know, I throw a little couple hundred at her for her to bounce that shit. <laughs> like, that's, you know, there's a lot of men who are like that. Or, like, you know, there's so many things that's, like, popping out that, you know, at least when I was younger. Maybe I just was under a rock. I was under the marriage rock, so I don't know about some of these things. Never know. But, you know, like, these young girls is making it pop. They squirting all over the place, <laughs> you know. Dudes is like, yeah, that's so sexy. And da, da, da. my ass is like, I still yeah. want to know if it's pee. <laughs> I don't want to pee on you. Yo, stupid. You, 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 stu- you stupid. 
Oh my god! <laughs> when a young girl, she don't care. It's the pee or whatever. If you want me to squirt, blam! I'm squirting. Me, I'd be like, I don't want to pee on you. I don't want to pee. <laughs> oh my god! I'm done. I'm so fucking done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, God, God. you know what there's there's really nowhere to go after that um thank you for tuning in thanks guys <laughs> we were yeah i don't know where else to go after that so yeah thank you for tuning in catch us when again we will try to do i'm in speechless right now i don't know <laughs> i'm done i'm done <laughs> as always please continue to follow us on social media say what radio for all platforms instagram facebook twitter all that jazz again thank you for tuning in as always the biggest compliment you guys can give us is to really 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 share like subscribe review the show on itunes google play thumbs up on facebook everything tell your family friends about the show we may not be everybody's cup of tea but hey let them listen and we can come to an agreement you know you like this don't like this but that was funny yes it was <laughs> thank you for tuning in catch us next week same bad time same bad channel i'm dying in fucking fuck that town you can't get flying in my mouth get the fuck out of this country mother fuck is that say what again